it's a game, it's always a privilege and it's always a thing of joy. I also want to show my gratitude to everyone that subscribed to my YouTube channel, David's Favor, to everyone that liked and to everyone that shared this podcast. And to all that listened, not just subscribing and sharing like, but you really listened. God bless you guys and I hope you were blessed. To all that shared, remember you guys are the real evangelists. God bless you guys. Hope you all have a wonderful time. We're going to also hear God's word again. Like I said, I always say God's word is the food of our spirits. So it's another time and another opportunity to feed our spirits with the food that it requires. So yes, we're going to be sharing God's word today. And I hope you're excited because I am so excited. So we're going to start today, but first of all, we're going to pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, God, for your word. Lord, we know, oh God, that you've called us again to bless us. We ask, oh God, that even as we listen, oh God, as we fellowship at the table, know that you reveal yourself to us, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for all you've done for us. Thank you for your word. Blessed be your name, Father. Let our, let our spirits and our souls be filled in Jesus' name we have prayed. And to anyone, O God, face one trouble or the other, Lord, we ask that there shall be peace, O God, to the coming heart, to the stormy heart, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So today we're going to be talking about decisions. Decisions. Something happened in the Bible in the book of Joshua chapter 9. I'm going to be reading through. I'd like you to listen and be blessed. Says all the kings west of the Jordan River had about distance. They were the kings of the Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. They lived in the hill country and in the plains. They also lived along the sea coast of the Mediterranean Sea, as far as Lebanon. All these kings came together and made plans to fight against Joshua and the Israelites. The people from the city of Gibeon heard about the way Joshua had defeated Jericho and I. So they decided to try to trick the Israelites. They decided to try to trick the Israelites. This was their plan. They gathered together old white skins. They were cracked and broken. They put these old white skins on the backs of their animals. They put old pieces of clothes on their animals to look as if they had traveled from far away. The men put old sandals on their feet and wore old clothes. They found some old bread that was dry and moldy. Then they went to the camp of the Israelites. This camp was near Gilgal. The men went to Joshua and said to him, We've traveled from a faraway country. We want to make a peace agreement with you. The men of Israel said to these Hivites men, Maybe you're trying to trick us. Maybe you live near us. We cannot make a peace agreement with you until we know where you are from. The Hivite men said to Joshua, We are your servants. But Joshua asked, Who are you? Where do you come from? The men answered, We are your servants. We've come from a faraway country. We came because we heard of the great power of the Lord your God. We heard about what he has done and about everything everything he did in Egypt. And we heard that he defeated the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan River. This was King Sion of Heshbon and King Og of Bashan in the lands of Ashtaroth. So our elders and our people said to us, Take enough food for your journey. Go and meet with the Israelites. Tell them we are your servants. Make a peace agreement with us. Look at our bread. When we left home, it was warm and fresh. 
but now you can see that it's dry and old. Look at our wine skins when we left home. They were new and pure wine, but now you can see that they are cracked and old. Look at our clothes and our sandals. You can see that the long journey has almost destroyed the things we wear. The men of Israel wanted to know if these men were telling the truth. So they tasted the bread, but they did not ask the Lord what they should do. Joshua agreed to make peace with them. He agreed to let them leave. The leaders of Israel agreed with this promise of Joshua. Three days after, the, uh, three days later, the Israelites learned that these men lived very near their camp. So the Israelites went to the place where they lived. On the third day of the Israelites came to the city of Gibeon, Kephira, Beirut, and Kiriat Jerim. But the army of Israel did not try to fight against those cities. They had made a peace agreement with them. They had made a promise to them before the Lord, the God of Israel. All the people complained about the leaders who made the agreement. But the leaders answered, We've given our promise. We promised before the Lord God of Israel we cannot fight against them now. This is what we must do. We must let them leave. We cannot hurt them, or oh God will be angry with us because we broke the promise we made to them. So let them leave. They will be our servants. They will cut food for us, and so on. I would just want to rush down. To verse 24, I'll start from there. The Gibeonites answered, We lied to you because we are afraid you would kill us. We heard that God commanded his servant Moses to give you all this land. And God told you to kill all the people who live in this land. That is why we lied to you. Now we are your servants. You can do whatever you think is right. So the Gibeonites became slaves. But Joshua let them leave. He did not allow the Israelites to kill them. He made them slaves of the Israelites. They cut food and carried water for the Israelites. And for the altar of the Lord, wherever the Lord chose it to be, they are still slaves till today. Hmm. Very interesting story. <laughs> Someone would have said okay, that the Gibeonites were smart. Remember, they were amongst the nations that wanted to fight against Israel. And somewhere down the scripture, it was noted that God made them, gave them that boldness, thinking that they could fight the Israelites, so that the Israelites would be able to, to do what he attacked them to do, that is to kill them all and to possess their land. But verse 14, this is where... I want us to share from today. Verse 14 says, The men of Israel wanted to know if these men were telling the truth. So they tasted the bread, but they did not ask the Lord what they should do. Sometimes, most times, every time, we make the same mistake. Some things look true. Some things look convenient. Some things look, okay, I can just do this on my own. I don't need help. I, I, I have, I have sense. I have common sense. I can think of things. Never forget to ask God what to do in all things. I repeat, never forget to ask God what to do in all things. Especially those things that you think are the small things. They are really the ones that matter. This story, this thing looked simple. Of course, they are travelers. You sure they should be very kind to them. Give them food, wash their clothes, give them new clothing, give water to their camels and to their beasts. But they were, they were about to make a generational mistake. Let's put it that way. Just like Saul that was commanded 
to kill the king of the Amorites, and he did not. This was the same thing that wanted that happened in this same chapter. They, it looked simple. They were just travelers. Their story looked so true. Have you ever imagined or remembered what you've done that is similar? A situation that looked so simple and you forgot to ask God before going ahead. Or you forgot to ask God before making any decision, whatever decision it is that you made. And at the end, what looked simple, the repercussion was great. The Bible said they did not ask God. They were, they were looking at all they wanted to do. They wanted to get an answer. But what they did, they just went ahead to taste their bread. So there is never an issue too small that you can handle just on your own. You better believe it. God is interested in every area of our lives, but we must learn to ask him. That was why he called David the man after his heart. We must learn to ask him. The leaders of Israelites felt they could do this on their own, and it cost them their total possession, victory. They, they, they took possession, but it wasn't complete because the land of Gibeon was already a land that was made in, in, in promise and covenant, and God is the God of covenant. If they have gone ahead to kill them, like Joshua said, God would have been angry with them, and he would have punished them, no matter, not minding that that they were meant to be cleared out of the way. But because of that promise, they said they made a promise before the Lord. Why? They made that promise on their own. So even if they went against it, God is God of principles, he would have, he would have been very angry with them. So never think that you, are, you can do it all on your own. Yes, God gave us common sense, but he still wants us to relate with him like a father and a child. Always ask. He sees the future. He knows what to, what you need to do. Always ask. Always ask. Now verse 18. Verse 18 tells us that we must also know that our decisions either make the people tied to your destiny. Do you really believe that there are people tied to your destiny? You better start believing it. You better start believing it. You either make them or mad them. It's not just your life. Stop saying it's just your life. You're living for others. We are all meant for each other. In verse 18, the people of Israel started I started um, cursing the, the leaders that made that decision. When you are making a decision, if you're talking about the leaders, you can, you know, we got this, you know, yes, we're so perfect in leadership. Come on, you're living your life for others. The decision you make today either lifts up a man or destroys that man. Take, for example, the life of celebrities. You see so many young people that want to be like this person. Why? Because their lives, these are the people that they are seeing. As I see, their lives are tied to these people that they see there's somebody that you look up to that you, that you want to be like if that person has not made that decision to be like that that you want to be like you not know, maybe like somebody is a role that you're looking up to you wouldn't be seeing that person to look up to so we're living for others you don't just make decisions because it's your life no that's why it's important that we bring God in the center of every issue of our lives we're not just for ourselves and verse 24 tells us, this tells us God's original plan. God's plan was that they would take on possession of the land and everything in it. But they failed. So 
Although that, although the Gibeonites were slaves, recently so they were slaves even till today. Although they are slaves, but they have made a crack in God's plan for them. They have made a dot. They've placed a dot. So don't say we are left out. Check your life, and you would indeed be sorry for some actions and steps that you've taken. This is the truth. I'm talking to myself also. Although they they were slaves, they had to deal with these thoughts that their decision cost them. It was a costly price. They took possession, but they did not take total possession. Although the Gibeonites had a good reason, because they were scared. Because they were scared. But if they had inquired of the Lord, maybe the Lord would have told them, these people are scared. This is what you have to do. Okay? Or just go ahead and carry out my plan. Because God sees the future. God knows what we don't see. You could see the decisions that our father Abraham made years ago, how it's affecting us to today. So never leave God out of your daily activities because every day we make decisions. Saying and, and speaking God's word now with, with everyone is a decision that I've made. God, would have, God must have said something to you, but you must decide to do it. Another thing is being able to obey. I'm going to talk about that later. But I, I believe that you got the message, and I believe you, you heard God's word. I'm so blessed. I, I, I was so grateful when this understanding came to me. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, I, I feel like praying for the depressed soul. Let there be joy to every depressed soul in the name of Jesus Christ. Cause them to see that their lives makes meaning. And their lives, so many are waiting for their lights to shine. I rebuke every spirit of depression and ask that the joy of the Holy Spirit quickens everyone, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your word. Blessed be your name. Give us the grace to hear you, to obey, and to always ask to be like David, seeking after your heart. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Heavenly Father, for your word. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Remember, this is everyone deserves to hear the gospel podcast. And I'm so glad you joined again. And also remember that I love you. But Jesus loves you more. Bye-bye.